Thank you, Roots. Um, you guys can return to your beanbags. Um, I just want to say uh, thank you to the Roots um, and to all of the Sprouts. Can we give them one more round of applause? And then let's keep it going for all of the, the adults who made this happen, especially Hannah Crosman, who's been doing this for so many years. There would not be a no stress Christmas pageant without Hannah. So we have to thank her for that. Um, and Kiana, who is, who's been a wonderful family pastor this year and has been doing all of the, the great things, all of the Christmassy things. Um, they have done a, a amazing job. Um, this is by far my favorite uh, No Stress Christmas pageant ever, best one ever. Um, and uh, we usually do the pageant, um, but this year I was asked to kind of give some reflections and some thoughts. Um, for those of us who are like, ooh, they're cute, but like, that's not a sermon. Um, so uh, I just, so I'm not gonna give a whole talk, but I just wanna give some, um, just a few thoughts. Um, and just, I just wanna say that one thing I've come to enjoy about our No Stress Christmas pageant um, is that our kids get to be who they are. Um, they are giving their, like, their hearts out in their Oscar-worthy performances. Um, and uh, we get to see that. And we get to see them enter into the Christmas story in a way that is meaningful uh, to them. And one thing about working with young people um, and just life in general is that uh, life is messy. Um, kids are messy. Uh, as we get older, the type of messiness changes. Um, but it's like still mess. So when it's kids, it's like spilled drinks and like messed up food. But adults, as adults, it's like messy feelings um, and complicated relationships. Um, but it's just a different type of mess. And whether we like it or not, from the moment we are born into this world, life is messy. Um, so today I wanna give a few thoughts um, on the idea of the messiness of the incarnation. Um, and as much as uh, our pageant today showed the beauty of um, of the birth of Jesus, um, it's like, ooh, maybe it's a little uncomfortable, but it's still mostly cute. Um, that was not how Mary or Jesus or Joseph experienced that day. Um, when God humbled himself and put on flesh to be born as a baby, God didn't just start from the bottom. He was like, let's see how low I can actually go. Like, how like, lowly can we make this? Um, and in the prophecy of the Messiah in Isaiah, uh, it had, a power, it had people expecting a powerful, influential warrior king who would come to lead the revolution and overthrow the oppressive Roman Empire. But instead what they got was a baby who was like the result of like a scandal. Like they had been talking about Mary in the neighborhood for, for some time, right? And like he was the result of that. A young unmarried girl who suddenly became pregnant by somebody who wasn't her fiance and she's claiming it's the Holy Spirit. Despite Mary's faithfulness to God, she was likely shamed and humiliated by those around her. And then when she was nine months pregnant, Mary and Joseph found out that they had to travel about 90 miles from Nazareth to Bethlehem for a census. And today, doctors barely let women fly at nine months pregnant, let alone travel on a donkey or walk 90 miles. So she definitely was in pain and uncomfortable. And then when they arrive, there's no room for them in the inn. So Mary has to give birth in the part of the house where they keep the animals. It couldn't have been clean or comfortable. And there was definitely no privacy. And as, the women, as many of the mothers in this room know, giving birth, especially your first child, is a painful, scary, and messy process. Especially during those times, it was even more dangerous than it is now for both the mom and the baby. But that is how Jesus came into the world. 
From an outside looking in, everything about Jesus' birth was regular. It was just like a regular, poor, grungy kid being born in Bethlehem. But that's exactly what makes Jesus special. When God chose to reveal himself to us through Jesus, to be Emmanuel, God with us, God really meant it. Jesus came in the lowest form he could come, in all of the dirt, grime, and vulnerability to prove that there is no situation, no complication, no sin too terrible for Jesus to be present with us. In Isaiah 9-2, it says, the people who walk in darkness will see a great light. For those who live in a land of deep darkness, a light will shine. Um, and many of us have experienced places that it's like, yep, this, is, uh, this feels as dark as it can get. Um, but Jesus isn't scared of those places, and he comes to shine a light in those darknesses, in those dark spaces. And Jesus shines a light that can't be overcome by darkness. Jesus came for the darkest, most broken, most chaotic parts of our lives and says, mm, that nasty part right there, of your, that, that nastiest part of your life, that nastiest part of your heart, that's where I want to be, like that part. Jesus, sure, Jesus could have been born into some like highly respected, like middle-class family um, from Bethlehem, but I think it would have made it a little bit harder for him to preach about taking care of the lost and least of these because he had never been there. But Jesus is God with us because he knows what it means to live in the messiness of human life. Jesus is God with us when we have to leave our home to protect our well-being. He is God with us when we have to wander from place to place with nowhere to lay our heads. He is God with us when your money is running low and your patience is running lower. He is God with us when people are determined to misunderstand you. Jesus is God with us when it feels like your life has no value to those in power. He is God with us because he was there. He experienced those things and he wants to be there for us now. So the point I just want to make today is that Jesus was born into the messiness of humanity to be with us through the ups and the downs um, so that you can bring, so he, that he could bring light into your darkness. So that you have access to him and the hope and the life that he brings. And the great thing about the holidays, or the not so great thing, is that it's the time of year where we love to uh, sweep all of our issues under the rug and then we make New Year's resolutions to fix them uh, in the new year. And we put on smiles and matching pajamas and we're like, yes, life is great. This is all perfect. Um, but there is no amount of Christmas cards and matching pajamas that can hide the hurt places of our hearts um, the, heart, the parts of our hearts that are disappointed or let down or are grieving or are sad. Um, but that's where Jesus wants to be and that's where he came. Like that was the whole point of him coming was to like go to those places. Um, so I want to invite you to like let him into those, those spaces. Let him bring that light, that hope into those parts of your heart. Um, so whether you are a follower of Jesus, considering being a follower of Jesus, um, and are thinking about what that decision might be, I would like to invite you uh, to invite the presence of God to be with you in whatever that situation might be in your life. We don't have to hold ourselves together for Jesus. Um, I realize, I, one of the things that uh, I, I realized as I was reading this story that if our hearts were never broken, we would never need a wonderful counselor. If we were strong, we wouldn't need a mighty God. 
If our families were perfect and we never felt alone, why would we need an everlasting father? And if there was never any chaos in our life, we wouldn't need a prince of peace. So why do we try to, to act with God like those things aren't there? So we're going to shift in a, in a second to prayer. Um, and uh, prayer ministers, if you would like to pray, you or feel free to uh, line up on either side of the room. Um, but I want to give a few specific prayer invitations um, for this time, uh, yeah, this time that we have together today. So first is if you have, um, yeah, whatever you would consider messiness, pain, grief, disappointments, whatever it may be in your life, and you want to experience God's presence with you in that, I encourage you to get prayer. Um, or if you have walls up that you're like, actually, God, there's certain parts of my life like I just can't risk having you touch right now because I think that would just like create too much of a mess. I would fall apart. Like there are certain things I just need you to not touch right now. Um, I'd like to encourage you to uh, ask God to help you be vulnerable and to say, hey, work, work with me, be with me in this and like let's work together in this because that's what God wants to do. He wants to come alongside you. So um, I encourage you to get prayer for that. Or if you feel like you have needed God to be present with you in some hard situations and you found yourself disappointed, um, where you were like, well, God, like, if you said you were God with us, in this situation, I didn't feel like you were with me. Um, bring that to God and say, hey, give me clarity on what you were doing here and, like, help me to see you and see your presence um, in my life. And lastly, um, if you have experienced God being with you in the hardest situations of your life, but you're finding it harder to love someone through their messy situations, whether they've made dis uh, decisions that you don't like or, um, or it's just a situation that you're just, you just don't want it to invest in loving that person, um, I encourage you to, um, to invite God into that to say, hey, I've experienced you in these areas. Help me to like, be the love of Christ for somebody else. Um, or if there's anything else that has come up and you would like prayer, um, there are folks on this side of the room who would love to pray with you. Um, yeah, and as we sing uh, these last uh, couple songs, um, yeah, I would, I, would ask you, I would invite you to ask God to be present with you in whatever way you need uh, God to be with you today. Um, yeah, and whatever your uh, version of messiness looks like, um, Jesus wants to be God with us today. Um, so, yeah, let's worship together. Um, and before we do, I will, uh, I'll pray for us. God, thank you um, for sending your son Jesus to be, um, yeah, God with us, Emmanuel. Um, yeah, to put on flesh to, to walk among us so that we may know your presence and your love. So God, help us to see your love, your presence, and your light and your hope for our world. Um, yeah, speak to us, Lord. Comfort us and um, be all that we need. And we ask these things in Christ's name. <laughs>